I didn't know if we were going to try to find the Megazord or not. I can't find the Megazord. I've looked everywhere. Yeah. Megazord! What's going on, geeks? You're listening to Geeks Under Grace Podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Shelly Walter. Yo! And Joe Morgan. Hello! <laughs> Godzooks. I gotta get that out there. Someone's gotta say it. Gadzooks. <laughs> she said, yo, I couldn't pass up low. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> you only live once. Uh, I'm James but Bond. It's not true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you well, live in eternity. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true, too. You, Jesus, you live twice or you die forever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really morbid. <laughs> I got sad. Okay. Well, we start. Happy Monday! What's got you geeking out this week? I'm trying to start with you. I feel like... (laughs) like That works better. I don't know. I'm fine with it. It gives me less time to think about what I'm going to say, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) So, I had a super duper busy weekend, and I got sick, and I'm still sick. So I apologize if I don't talk as much today, um, and if I sound sick, because I am. So, yeah. I pumped myself up with Dayquil. I've been drinking water like crazy. I drank this, like vitamin c drink that had like 1500 you know percent vitamin c or something like that so should be getting better uh we'll see but yeah radiation (laughs) pretty much so uh what i did this weekend i went to uh, this i guess isn't geeky but i went to the windermere cup at uw um it's for rowing and that made okay i was like that made no sense i was about to ask it's fine yeah no (laughs) No, it's for rowing. I just, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there because I'm super proud of UW for winning every single race that they're putting, including being the Russians who were sent here from, obviously Russia. Um, so that was cool. That, but I just said that because like that was a big part of my weekend. But after that, I saw Civil War. Yeah, it was great. I went with my friends, and um, man, the theater was like super full. Spoiler and... free. What was your favorite part? Crap. Um. Oh, I don't know. I really liked when... How am I supposed to even explain it? When they were all together, just kind of fighting. And I don't, I don't really want to say anything about it, okay. but it was I more feel like enjoyable than I thought it was. the commercials, it's safe. Fair game. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, in the trailers, you see them running against each other, and you kind of know they're going to fight. That right. scene, I really liked, because it was super enjoyable characters that were given like all these characters they have their own personalities and everything and they like show it through the fight and it was just like mm-hmm. so fun to watch um so i think that would probably be my favorite but i really love the whole thing and i oh crap i almost said something i'm not gonna say it but there's something in it that made me really happy and um but i'm not gonna talk about it but yeah i really liked it it was a lot longer than i thought it was gonna be but you know whatever that's fine um Besides that, let's see. Played D&D yesterday, as I do every Sunday. Um, what did we do? We destroyed drugs, I think. Yeah, that's, that's a good did. thing to roll dice for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and I got this awesome... I got another crossbow. I have so many crossbows. I don't even care, though. I got this really cool crossbow, and it was like a repeater, so it fires three shots. Um, nice. 
And I was actually sneaking around because I'm a rogue, right? You're supposed to sneak and use your sneak attack and stuff. And oftentimes, um, whenever we fight enemies, we're like out in the open, so I can't hide by anything behind anything. But we were in a temple, and I was hiding behind pillars, so I was able to do sneak attack on like every single attack. And I was able to one shot like all the enemies, and it was amazing. I'm like, why don't I do this more often? Um, but yeah, I just felt like very much a rogue, and it was great. Um, <laughs> very cool. But, uh, yeah, that's mostly it. Today I've just been resting, um, just because I need to recover, but, yeah. You've been listening, please. Yeah. What about you, <laughs> Joe? Uh, I've been watching lots of fairy tale this week. I'm okay. up to, like, episode 22, 23, and, uh, this other guild is attacking the fairy tale guild now, and so they're, they're going through that arc. Mm. Um, pretty cool stuff. I foresee this being a really now Netflix says it has one season of that, but it's like twenty something episodes. Okay. So I think it's actually two seasons of the show. They're weird about that with anime. Yeah. yeah. Um beyond that, I tried to go back to Star Fox Zero. <laughs> I played one mission. I've gone back to it three or four times. I'll play one mission, get fed up with it and walk away. And that's pretty much the only way I can uh, sum that game up. That's so sad because it has kind of such really a, this build up and made people super excited that we're getting another Star Fox game, and that turns out to be this. It's just so I sad. haven't. I've never been excited about it until it like came out, and then I was like, I might get this, and now Joe's got me scared because the E3 reveal was when it was unfinished and it looked like a GameCube game. It is not good in any possible. Like the controls are absolute hot garbage in every possible respect. You use the left joystick the way you would expect to use the left joystick. Congratulations. That's all you would do that you expect to do. <laughs> um, you, you barrel roll with the right stick. Oh. Like what? tap it left, left, or right, right to barrel roll. That gets into an issue, though. Like when you get into the chicken walker mode, if you're trying to turn the camera and you accidentally tap the, tap the right joystick twice in a direction, you're going to boost that direction instead of turning the camera. What? So it gets, they... it gets hyper obnoxious trying to control anything that's not an R wing, and even then the R wing controls can be frustrating. Like all range mode, just everything. Everything about that game is frustrating to me. It's they are putting Star Fox and his team in a grave. I mark my words, we won't see Star Fox again on the NX. I don't think we will. Maybe in Smash, if they make a new Smash game. Okay, yeah, yeah, you'll see his character in Smash. <laughs> That's kind of the only reason he's ever relevant, is because he's in Smash. Like, Fox actually, Taco, yeah. funny story, um, so when I was watching Civil War, you know, there were trailers, and there was actually a trailer for Star Fox Zero, and my friend, who I play Smash, Smash mm. with sometimes, she doesn't play video games, she's like, wait, isn't that, like, Star Fox from Smash? Like, I didn't know, like, he's, like, you know, has his own game. He's from Smash, right? It's like, no, no, it's backwards. He's from Smash? He's from, he's from Star Fox, and he's put in. That is Smash. the most uncultured, ungeek cultured no. response. <laughs> you don't know how many times I've called her an uncultured swine. She understands it. She's not offended, but she just doesn't <laughs> understand geek culture at all. I'm trying to educate her. Um, I'm is just that like, character from Yo. Smash? They need yeah. to get a original character besides the hand like a playable one yeah there there are no original smash characters they need to do that just so everyone freaks out trying to figure out what obscure game it's from <laughs> they'd be like it's from something i know it we gotta figure this out 
On top of that, uh, I've been playing Overwatch and Battleborn. So I got Battleborn last week. I put a few hours into it. I've probably played eight to ten hours of it, and I've probably put twelve to fourteen into into the Overwatch beta. Wow. Um, so everybody's confusing these two for the same game. Let me be the first and foremost to say this. They are not the same game. Okay. Over Overwatch, the, here's where the similarities start and finish. Both games have hero characters that you pick and play as mm-hmm. that have their own abilities. Both are first-person shooters. That's it. Overwatch is an arena-based game, kind of like Team Fortress, where you have to pick and match. Your, your team builds, it's all multiplayer only, small arenas, very quick combat. You can finish matches, some of them, in, in just two or three minutes. Wow. Battleborn is much more along the lines of, in, in terms of the multiplayer, much more along the lines of a, uh, a MOBA, first person. Like, you start out a match, you, you have a heat, what they call a helix. It's two different skill trees, and you basically... Make a binary choice at every level up. You get 10 level ups. You make 10 choices. Um, and and as you progress with characters and get higher long-term progression with characters, you can unlock third options in the Helix. But those games are... My average game in Battleborn was probably 20 to 30 minutes. Um, control, uh, it was nothing like... Overwatch at all. Um, Battleborn also has a, a uh, story campaign. The can- the uh, boss battles in it are a little lackluster. The humor is definitely there, but a lot of it's like, hey, here's this big guy with this uh, with this gimmick, and he spawns a lot of ads all the time <laughs> until you beat him. There you go. That's it. That's that's it. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm i enjoying what I'm playing of Battleborn. I, I'm okay. going to keep playing it. I've unlocked several new characters since I've been playing because you only start with five characters, one in each faction, and then you have to, you, you have to play and earn other characters. There are 25 total, and they've already announced that the, the DLC season pass is going to have five more. So they have a total of thirty heroes in the game when it's all said and done, but um, you got to unlock all of them except the original five by either doing story mission stuff or just getting your account level high enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're both fun. Overwatch, I went ahead and uh, put a pre-order in on it because that's one I'm going to be putting a lot of time in with my buddies. I can already tell. Awesome. Cool. So, cool. I'm I'm impressed to see that Blizzard has done a first-person arena combat shooter, and it's still one of the sharpest experiences around for what it is. Pretty cool. Awesome. That's about it for me. What about you, Cody? What have you been geeking out on this week? I, a lot of things, for once. First off, I'm just going to put this out there. Last week, I was like, I got to watch Ajin. I, I called it Ajin. I guess it's Ajin. I don't know. I don't really care. I have not watched that yet. I watched one episode. I hate that art style so much. Couldn't go back to it a gin, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh... I, I do plan to watch it. Somehow I'm going to force my way through it because I know Knights of Sidonia was the same way and the story was amazing. 
I just have to get past the style. And to do that, I have to just marathon it through a day. Um, yeah, maybe if you just don't think of it as an anime, but like just as something else. And right. so you don't have that image in your head. I don't like know. A cooking show or a fishing show. Yeah. <laughs> like you're watching the Terrible ESPN. fishing show. <laughs> <laughs> the characters all look so anime like drawn, but then it's this weird 3D. It, it's made by Polygon. Um, Polygon does shows like this. So anything with Polygon, I guess, is the same way. Um, it was really cool to hear Kirito talk because he's a voice in there. And I was like, yeah. And that's the only reason I want to watch it is because he's in it. But haven't done that yet. I watched an episode, kind of, was doing something else. Meh. Um, but plan to do that. I bought, very excitingly, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah? Yeah. Have you played it yet? Yes, I've beaten it. I'm working about wow. half a second All round. Right, then. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I bought it uh, the Monday, Tuesday? It must have been Tuesday. It was after the podcast recording last week. And uh, I love it so much because I've forgotten about the game. Um, for those who don't know, they kept calling it reimagining and nobody really knew what that was. The levels are the same levels. Uh, yeah. So you have all these same levels and then they're all HD remade and beautiful. I would think that they probably did a lot of it from scratch. Just some of the details and stuff. But the story is completely different. It's really strange. But I'm working on challenge mode right now. I got the Rhino. Um, I have the Rhino maxed out, but I don't have it. I don't have the Omega yet. And for people who have never played Ratchet and Clank, have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, don't. I got the best gun in the game, and I'm working on upgrading it fully. <laughs> Shelly would have been like uh... born when the original <laughs> Ratchet and Clank came out. I don't know when did it originally come out. It was out? a PlayStation Two game. It was amazing. I yeah, it was, it was awesome. amazing for me because I couldn't find any more Jack Two type games, and it was Jack Two with more guns. Two thousand two yeah. originally. I was not okay. just born. I'm not that young. <laughs> Come on, I was. Let's see, I was born ninety seven, <laughs> so I was five. Okay, you would have been five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I would have been too like young to play the teen rated game. Yeah. It, was it, it may not have been, but it should have been because a lot oh, of the definitely. humor in that game is not intended for children. No. Oh, it's so good though. I'm I'm really, really happy with it. It uh, was ready for teen. Have paid full price for it. A lot of people I've heard hearing saying they thought it should be a full price game. Um I mean some of these H D remakes have been full price, and if you want to think of it that way, then yes. Um it was definitely Worth the forty bucks, though, all the way. Yes, uh, agreed. Beautifully cool. fun to play. I miss those type of games so much. I haven't played one in a long time. It's always first-person shooters, or you know, the the platform um, adventure games are kind of lacking anymore. So yeah. I was really really stoked to play something like that. I mean, it's it's cool because the original game back in the PlayStation Two era, you know, going back and looking at at the Wikipedia entry on it, it was earning. You know, 88s, 89s, 9 out of 10, super high-ranked scores. And now the remake, even though it's uh, they've changed enough to keep stuff super interesting, is earning 8s and 9s mm -hmm. as well. So I guess that's it's making up for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched the movie. I don't plan to watch the movie until it comes out. Um, I'm mostly because I'm already, like, 
I had such a hard time skipping through the cutscenes. Sometimes I was like, just play the game. Um, I just want to get into it. Mode, I'm skipping it all. Yeah. Just been going crazy with the Rhino on stuff. But uh, <laughs> no, it's if you've played the first one, you're going to love it. Uh, especially if you played the first one when it came out way back in the day. Um, you're going to forget all the levels, but you'll know just enough that you'll play something and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And it it's just tears at your heartstrings. It's awesome. Uh, so did that. I watched Civil War. Uh, I don't want to say too much on it. I will I'm going to ask you the same question. What's without spoilers? Your favorite part? My favorite and most hated part is Spider-Man. Yeah, they did so well with Spider-Man, but he is a sidekick, and that bugs me. Spider-Man's in this movie. Spider-Man's totally in this movie. Yeah, I'm not surprised he's a sidekick. He's like four years old in the movie. No, he's a baby. He's like he's tiny. It like kind of annoyed me, but it also was like, wait, no, that's kind of accurate. Everything that was not his sidekickiness was awesome. All his little one-liners, but he was totally like, uh, for those okay, this is all commercials. Tony Stark says, "Hey, Underoos, Spider-Man comes." He's totally like Tony Stark's little sidekick. He's like, "What do I do, Tony? I don't know what I'm doing." And I'm like, "You're Spider-Man, Tony. Tony, you know what you're doing better than most people." Like Tony, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was so mad. I, I, yeah, I kind of wish they did a little bit more with him, but I'm still happy with him. From what I remember, it was very like last minute, so that's probably why. Yeah, I mean that would make sense, but it's really crazy because everyone was saying about so- Spider Man such a like integral part in the comic books of Civil War, mm-hmm. and yeah, the reasons that he was important in the comics didn't play out at all. Yeah, because like, I, I knew what happened in the comics, and I was just like, okay, so I wonder like if this is at all going to happen in the movie, because obviously, just look at the trailers, I knew it wasn't going to be like anywhere similar to the comics. Right. And obviously, it, it was you know not really that similar. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, he is definitely Spider-Man. I can't wait for a solo movie. I'm yeah. I really great. Um, mm-hmm. His little catchy one-liners are so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you guys. If you haven't seen Civil War yet, go do it. Please. Do it. I went on a Monday afternoon. And it was like dead in there. I just posted a picture where nobody was in there when we came in. It was awesome. My dad and sister are coming in this weekend, so maybe we can go catch it with them this weekend. Well, I'm sure we'll be looking for a movie to go watch or something do it. to go do. My sister wants to see it with me, and I'm like, yeah, I'll see it again. I'll do it. Yeah. But that's it for me. I really didn't do much other than those two things. Uh, I'm so excited about Ratchet and Clank. Um, I really hope that they keep... I don't... I would hate if they re-released every game like that. Um, but I hope that this spawns new games in the future. Ratchet and Clank, Civil War was <laughs> good. I know I just jumped back and forth. I was trying to like summarize and now it just seems like I'm jumping. Like, wow, I don't remember Ratchet and Clank Civil War. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank Civil War. Oh, That'd be a great movie. Ratchet and Clank for Jack and Daxter. I call it. Anyways. I think they uh, called that uh, PlayStation Heroes. Is that what that was called? I never Fighting played. game that yeah, was like Smash? Something like that. It's like Off-Brand Smash. <laughs> it wasn't Off-Brand Smash. It was Sony characters, okay? It was PlayStation All-Stars, All-Stars Battle Royale. Oh, no. They had something else with Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter. It was like an actual like crossover story. It was weird. I never played it. 
Oh, um, I heard it wasn't very good though. Uh, and then, uh, but yes, yeah, that was great. And Civil War is an awesome movie. Um, trying to get into a nice segue, but it didn't work at all. I'm not very That's smooth. Fine. Oh, the live feeds on Mondays. I did a live feed on the Geeks and Grace page, facebook.com slash Geeks and Grace, every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And they're really, really fun. That's something else I'm geeking out about. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little microphone to do it. I'm getting like into it. Cool. Uh, they're really fun. But I'm really excited about today's podcast because we got some tweets we're going to be talking about a little bit later. For now, we should probably just jump into the gaming news. Some really cool stuff happening as far as tech goes. Joe? Do the yeah, answer. so uh, PC game nerds, game geeks will will already know this news because the people that are in the know are keeping their eyes on this sort of thing. NVIDIA has released, uh, not released, they've unveiled their GTX 1070 and 1080 cards. Mm-hmm. Um, those were kind of their that, that's on their new architecture I think they call it Pascal I can't remember I'm going to get corrected Pascal. by somebody yeah, that's right um, and I glanced through it a little bit so the 1080 is basically way better than the Titan X which is their current top card um, it's going to be $700 and it's way more powerful way more energy efficient and way mm-hmm. less expensive than the Titan X is right now uh, and then the 1070 is um, basically their equivalent version of the Titan X, and that's going to be a $450 card. This is why I have consoles. <laughs> because I mean, the one component's more than a console? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really I need to get one, like a new graphics card, and those look so cool. But like, I still don't have that money, even if they're cheaper. I mean, like, I've right. got a 970, and that cost me... 970. <laughs> I've got a GTX 970, and I think that cost me. It was either 350 or 450 two years ago. Wow. So, but just a year ago, maybe it's not been that long. Doom on that 1080 at 200 frames per second. The yeah. new Doom, the one that's not out yet. Right. The one that comes out this week. But that's amazing. Yeah, 200 frames a second. That's Not that you're going to be able to notice anything past it. So like, the human eye can't notice that. Yeah. Six, I don't remember what it is. It's some like it's lower than 60 frames per second. We can't even tell. But. Yeah. Um, also in the news this week, Witcher 3, the DLC for it, the Blood and Wine DLC, got a release date. Uh, sorry, I just hit the mic. I believe that is coming out at the end of May. I think they said the end of May is, is when that date got leaked for. So it folks that are playing Witcher 3... Like blood and Wine. I'm sure we could... Yeah. Some kind of <laughs> sermon series <laughs> out of that. Man. I I started playing Witcher 3 a while ago, and I got stuck on a boss, and I haven't gone back to it, but I really need to, because I know it's supposed to be like a phenomenal game. And I need My to sister pestered the fire out of me, and I finally started the game, but then got to the starting town and haven't done anything else. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, there's just this boss, and there's, like, nothing I can really do, like, to get better and defeat it. So I, don't, I really don't know what to do, except, like, I don't want to restart, but, you know. I don't, know. I don't think you have to restart. I think you have to properly prep for the... Is it... Ah, no, never mind. Don't tell me. I don't um, remember the name, so I couldn't tell you if I could, but... Uh, um, the, so that, that got a release date for this month, so fans of that are getting that. Uh, that reminds me, Fallout 4's... Uh, Far Harbor DLC, I believe, comes out next week. Mm-hmm. And that's the real substantial 
uh, it looks like interesting content pack that they were doing for that. Yeah, so that'll be next week. Um, also, one of the coolest things that happened this week in the gaming world: the Battlefield One trailer dropped. Did y'all yeah. get to see this? Yeah. Oh yes, and I, oh man, and I love the song too. That they're playing Seven the Nation original. Army. Yeah, yeah, and then they had me this remix. I'm like, oh, that's so sick! I got yeah. It, it actually happy. worked really well for World War One, which is weird because it's like, here are these tanks, and you know, you got all these guys in trench warfare, guys on horseback, and and zeppelins, and this techno <laughs> remix, Seven Nation Army playing, and it, it just works, works really well. Right. Brilliant. Um, I'm so mostly I believe, stoked for horses. Horses. I believe it said that. The, the plan right now, I think, is to release that in October. I think they said that's got an October release date. Okay. So, Battlefield 1, going back to the well of early numbers, I guess. We've already got Battlefield 4. Battlefield, yeah. And so, Battlefield 5 is Battlefield 1. I've, I love that everyone's given up. They're like, Xbox 1, Battlefield 1. Star Fox 0. 0, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Star Fox Zero. <laughs> Let's not speak of that. Travis. Because it was a zero of a game. Uh, yeah, that was one to ten. This one's a zero. I love you, Nintendo. Don't hate us. Quit pumping out crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pokin was fun for at least a few hours. Yeah, four or five hours. <laughs> Till it got repetitive. Uh, <laughs> Poor Nintendo. Uh, it's crazy because I'm such a fanboy of them. Me too. But I'm also cool. like their worst critic. <laughs> I'm just like, I love you and I love what you do, but quit just pulling stuff out of the same hat you've been pulling out of for years. Like, get something new. Uh. Anyways. Um, so, um, but we talked about Doom coming out this week. Well, let's go ahead and get into the pull list. Doom is coming out this week. It looks oh, awesome. No way. <laughs> Coming out Friday. So it's getting a Friday release. That's kind of unique. Yeah. For a game like that, to get a Friday release. But I guess it's like, grab a energy drink and let's go into the weekend and just mow down the demons of hell. Yes. <laughs> Can I say that on Someone air? asked me, I think it was on the live feed, um, whether or not Christians should play Doom. Because some question that we get all the time is, should a Christian play blank? And I was like, you're killing demons. I mean, that's... Seems Here, good. Okay, so the the real issue with with Doom in my mind is not that you're killing demons; it's the gore. Okay, yeah, right, and and the demonic. Um, there are there's a lot of yeah, like pentagrams and stuff up all over the place. It it feels very dark. I played I played Doom three. A buddy of mine handed me Doom three. Said here, play this. So I installed it. And I played Doom one and two. I played, you know, I, I I beat all those old ones. Right. In Doom three, I I've never felt that way about a game before, and I sincerely felt like there was something otherworldly involved in that game. I that sounds ridiculous. I understand that sounds ridiculous, even from a Christian perspective. But the only way that I can explain it is that I knew I shouldn't be playing that game. Because totally. of some of that content, so okay, if, not to be like a dead horse, but you know, I we always preach that like if it feels yeah. wrong in any way, yeah, then you need. I'm, to step I'm not away. a horror game guy myself either, though. You know, and they okay. play yeah, very totally. much into the. Group. 
Um, you know, the, the old school Dooms are much more arcade shooters, goofy, super fast, shoot stuff, blow it up, kill it, boom, let's rock and roll, metal. I played Doom 2 when I was like five. I played it was not a good game for me to be playing, but it was fun. I learned all the cheat codes, and I just kind of went through walls killing things. Anyway, um, no, I think this one looks really cool. It's kind of returning to the roots. That said, it's going to have a ton of gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see a ton of language and who knows what other kind of content in it. They tend to take the stops off for games like that. Yeah. Um, be mindful of the content you're consuming, as always. But, you know, if that's your jam, you can rock and roll to it on Friday. Grab a rocket launcher, BFG 9000 or something, and go to town. <laughs> uh, also coming out this week, the I'll hit the small one first before we go for the big home run shot. Uh, PC game Stellaris is coming out this week. And this is a... Uh, it's from... Um, it's a, it's a strategy game. I think it's a 4X strategy game, like galactic on scale. You can build armies, control nations, issue taxes, levy taxes. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Conquer different races throughout the galaxy and, and give them control of things <laughs> or make them slay. I mean, you know, it's one of that, that type of game. Like super major. It's, it's like um, Civ on galactic steroids. <laughs> As a Christian, I hope nobody is conquering races. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> but that, I mean, you know, it's like, oh, we got the space slugs over in quadrant AZ42. <laughs> and and we got the space, you know, monkeys and, and the space, space chickens. Space chickens, yeah. Space chickens. And, and, and uh, space eagles. Somebody has watched Bravest Warriors. I know you guys probably haven't, but someone listening has to have watched Bravest Warriors. And knows about space chickens, but you haven't seen Bravest Warriors, Joe. You both of you, Shelly too. You guys should watch Bravest Warriors sometime. Is it's it a on movie YouTube or an anime or it's a YouTube web show made by the creators of Adventure Time. Okay, uh, it's ridiculous. I've heard of it. Twenty space chickens. Anyways, go ahead. But I mean, so it's that sort of game, you know. You're you're building up your forces. You're go- explore. It's explore, exterminate, x x x. So that's coming out this week for PC aficionados that like that sort of strategy game. And finally, the big hitter for the week is PlayStation 4's exclusive Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. Um, Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) We almost had harmony there. (laughs) Uh, This game is getting stellar reviews across the board. Uh, Naughty Dog, true to form. I mean, my favorite game of all time. I actually have the case right here with me. I know that doesn't make good radio. It's The Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this game so much, and this was Naughty Dog's last game. And and seeing how well they had honed their craft for The Last of Us, and and knowing Nathan Drake's storyline, I'm super excited for four. I have not beaten three though, so I'm going to go back and beat three before I pick four up. I've beaten one and two. I just haven't played through three. Uh, and so I'm going to do that and then go play, pick up four down the line. Cool. But it is getting absolutely... I mean, you're, you're looking at game of the year material right there. That's a nine or a ten yeah. on a lot of scales. So. All right. Awesome. 
There you go. And that's it for video games this week. We finally have some anime news. I'm excited about that because okay. it's been like three or four shows since we've had anything that we thought was noteworthy. Yeah. Uh, but everybody loves Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I don't know if everyone loves Dragon Ball Super. I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting for English dubs because I'm like that. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. For those of you who ah, blah, blah, blah. That's, we're not cutting that out. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Dragon Ball Z fans uh, know about Trunks. And when he first came into the scene, he was an adult. And he comes down from the future in a spaceship and tells everyone that they're all going to die unless they listen to him. Uh, and it turns out that he's Vegeta's kid. And then later on in the show, you meet him as a child. Uh, they're actually going to be releasing a story arc where Trunks is his adult form, and it's the future Trunks that we saw back in the old show. But it's going to be his very serious, um, you know, on a mission Trunks that we haven't seen yet from the kid. Okay. So that's really interesting. For those of you who love Dragon Ball Z, I feel like just the callbacks, the nostalgia, uh, make that worth checking out, no matter what. Yeah, I should probably watch the actual Dragon Ball Z show someday. I've been watching Dragon Ball Z Abridged. That's kind <laughs> of close. Dragon Ball Z Abridged is amazing, but it's that's so funny. But yeah, it's it's hard I, I've to watched watch season one. Dragon Ball Z through a marathon for me. Yeah, I've tried binge watching it, but it's nothing happens for an entire season. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's kind of what I heard, too, Al, because um, my friend, she's watched through, she's watching through the abridged series with me, and she's watched through Dragon Ball Z, and she's like, yeah, yeah, all this stuff, they, like, went way too long about that in the original show, and way too long about that, and they just cut it out for the abridged, I'm like, okay, but yeah. Um, it was okay when you were watching it episode by episode every week, but trying to watch it through a day, you sit there for two or three hours watching the same thing happening, and it's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> But the movies have been amazing. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is kind of based off the movies they've been releasing recently. So I, I think Speaking it'll be good. of movies... Yeah! Okay, we're going to talk about movies because that's all that we have for anime. <laughs> you had a smooth segue and then you knocked it off with the knees with a baseball bat. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Talking about movies. We don't got a lot of news, but the news that we have is kind of cool. Power Rangers. New movie. Yeah. We got some new images. We got their new suits. They look like Iron Man. But yeah. oh, Power <laughs> Rangers. I, I also thought there was a Megazord. Um, I can't find that anywhere. So I might have been lied to. But I'm, I'm good with the suits. What do you yeah, guys think? I yeah, think they look cool. They do look pretty cool. Um, I think they released a new picture for the villain. The well. They, they sure. do look very Iron Man-y. They, yeah. Uh, Repulsa, yeah. Uh, Rita Repulsa. They did show a picture of her. I'm not sold on really? her. I'm sure it'll be okay. I've not but seen she's the new not, Rita Repulsa. Oh, she's wearing green. Um, she looks like a reptile-ish. Okay, that's a way cooler looking Rita Repulsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, she doesn't look like Rita Repulsa to me. She's not repulsive. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I know a lot of people have been mad about the suits because the girls in the suits, um, they have basically wedges on. 
they're wearing like high heels in their suits. Um, people been really bad about that. Um, plus, just how obviously feminine the suits look in general. The yeah. only issue that I really have, Blue Ranger looks like a Beetleborg, which bugs me. <laughs> and the Red Ranger looks like he has a beak, which I know he's like the T-Rex, so he's supposed to have the T-Rex face as his helmet, but it looks really strange from this angle, at least. I can oh. see that. Those are my only issues. I'm really not that worried about the feminine uh, suits for the women, because I guess I've just grown up with it. It doesn't bother me as much as much as most people or something. Yeah, people. I feel like I feel like um, if they made their suits look like everyone else, I feel like they would also still get complaints because it's not like how Power Rangers have always done it. They've right. always looked sort of different. So I don't know. Um, I think they're just trying to stick with what you know people have grown up with, like what you said. So I'm used to know. like women with battle armor being like basically naked. So so yeah, they're covered as... up. They just being sexist. Yeah. The fact that they're fully clothed is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks a lot more like battle armor than gymnastics clothing. <laughs> right. They're not wearing spandex. I told... I was talking earlier on the podcast before we started recording um, with the team. I was said I wish they would have wore like the bandex... The Batman spandex that he wore in the new one. I was like, it's like rugged b- spandex. <laughs> mm-hmm. Joe oh, yeah. said that it's Kevlar, which I think, it, or soft, soft Kevlar, smooth Kevlar. It looks like super smooth Kevlar to me. I haven't seen the movie yet, but okay, yeah, I, I think that would have been cool if they would have wore smooth Kevlar or whatever, um, in place of their spandex stuff. Because that's what I've seen in fan stuff. Um, but they look great. I think it's going to be awesome. I hope Tony Stark doesn't make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'm very yeah. stoked for this franchise. It's gonna Jarvis, be good. Jarvis, tell Lord Zed what you got going on. <laughs> Zordon. Zordon, that's his name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> write the pull list. I'm just great at these transitions, aren't I? Um, that's, that's a thing that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only movie that I saw was interesting was Money Monster, and yes, it's rated R, um, but... I saw a trailer for this, and the concept is super original and interesting, and I might have to go see it. Money but, monster or muddy monster? Money monster, like, like, uh, gotta get that okay. money. Greenbacks. Yes. What, what's yeah. it about? I'm, I've never heard of it. So, there's this guy, so it kind of takes place between, um, I don't know, okay, so there's Julia Roberts, and there's, oh gosh, what's his name? Oh, I did hear George about George Clooney. George Clooney. And so George Clooney, he's on this TV show and he's talk he basically talks about um investing and money and he calls him I think he <clears throat> sorry. I forget. I think he calls himself the money monster or the show is called the money monster or something like that. But either way, he talks about money and he's just kind of like, you know, the face of the economy kind of thing. Um right. Or investing because he's on this big news thing and Julie Roberts kind of runs the news um the new show. So she's kind of behind the scenes and like doing all this stuff. And this guy comes in with like a bomb vest and a gun and just crashes the show and says, I'm, I'll shoot him if you turn off the cameras, turn on the cameras. So Julie yeah. Roberts says, okay, we'll turn on the cameras. And so everyone can see what's happening. And he's basically talking to George Clooney saying like, 
I lost so much money from like what you've said, or I don't even know if it's like what he said, or just like investing in general. Anyway, he has this beef with like money, and you know, it's like ruins his life, and so he's just trying to like he's asking these questions, and George Clooney's like, well, you came here for questions, we're gonna give you answers. So it's like all on TV. He's wearing a bomb vest, and he's like, if you know something goes wrong, I'm gonna blow everything up. Though I take the button, like my thumb off the button, kind of thing. Right. So it's like it's really intense, and um. It looks like it's, heav- it's heavily focused on the acting, which I'm kind of excited yeah. for. I don't know what you're talking about now, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think it looks really cool. But yeah, it is rated R. Um, but if you want like an original idea with like something like that, then uh, that's something you do. It's probably going to be very intense. I can imagine that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What was that one? It was Phone Booth? Um, Joe probably knows what I'm talking about. I-, I know the movie you're talking about with Colin Farrell. Yeah. I'm sure it has kind of that feel where everything takes place in one, like, it almost takes yeah. place in the time of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, so there's that. That's the only, like, movie I saw that's interesting. You should still see Civil War. That's the interesting thing out right now. Civil War, um, so good. Oh, man. Bless, bless all of them. I, I love them all. Um, yeah, so Blu-ray, Deadpool. Deadpool's out on Blu-ray this week. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it should be out. So you could go see it on Blu-ray. If you didn't see it in the theater or, you know, whatever. And if you want to see it, you could see it on Blu-ray. So, yeah. Uh, also, Fast and Furious 7 movie collection I saw was uh, coming out on Blu-ray. I think that's what I saw. Um, so if you mm-hmm. really like Fast and Furious and you just want all the movies, you know, you could just buy them all. All seven movies. I don't know why you'd want to, but if you're into From what that, I've heard, the later movies are actually pretty good. They become action movies. They're weird. They're so like they're driving cars out of airplanes and stuff. It's you're ridiculous. Fast, they're good though. They're a good time. I've watched all of them. All the newer ones. Yeah. So yeah, if you really like Fast and Furious, like I mean, I've never really watched Fast and Furious. So I'm not really a car movie person but <laughs> if you like that sort of stuff you could go buy the seven movie collection it's probably gonna be pretty expensive but you know deals yeah yeah it sounds like it's probably a hundred plus dollar collection but maybe it's worth it to the right person seven movies <laughs> i'm sure because it's a collection and it's probably like a collector's edition thing it's probably around mm-hmm. that price yeah yeah uh there's other movies none of them seem interesting uh yeah. Blu-ray. If you wanted to see it, you've seen it already. Yeah. Unless Basically. you're Joe. Joe doesn't go to the theater. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. all the other listeners that are like, yeah, Cody. Some of us don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, TV news is pretty light. Yeah. But the one thing that people have been looking really forward to, and it's been a weird conversation, is Krypton, which is a prequel to Superman. Like, Superman won't even be around in this show. Um, It's literally his home planet. I don't understand how it's going to work, because no one will have powers. It it seems weird, but sci-fi is officially making that happen. That is in the works. Um, They've officially bought the the rights to it and all that good stuff. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. If anyone's stoked for that. No one has powers on Krypton. I don't understand. We're going to see a bunch of aliens... Unless they're totally going to wreck on it. That Did could be. Did you guys ever watch the show that was focused on Superman's dog? 
Yeah, yeah. his name. Krypton. Or was it Krypton the Zebra Dog? My mind. Crypto. Crypto. Yeah, Crypto. Sorry. That just made me think of that. I remembered watching that show. Um That's it. I <laughs> it, it comes on the, the coattails of Gotham. Because Gotham's doing really well, I guess, for some reason. Uh, I actually uh, heard the last season was really good. I didn't huh. watch much past the first couple episodes. Um, so that's why they're doing it. But I, I really don't care about the politics of Krypton that much. Maybe they'll... I mean, they'll have to do something to make it interesting. The yeah, I'm sure it'll work. be intense. Um, and pretty. It's on sci-fi. I'm sure they're going to do a lot of CGI and a lot of, like, green screen scenery that'll look I really nice. I wonder if nice. we'll see any Sharknados on planet Krypton. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I'd watch that. Sharknado, Krypton Edition. Oh, okay. I still haven't seen Sharknado, and I won't. Same, Joe, same. Just watch every other sci-fi movie, and you'll get just as much out of it. I have way too many video games to play to be wasting my time on Sharknado. Anaconda 1, 2, and 3. Watch those first. Sharknado's a beautiful thing. I've watched all of them. It's a beautiful thing in the same way... <laughs> That somebody getting a tattoo on their skull is a beautiful thing. It makes me think Ghost. Where that was supposed to be kind of like a joke game, it kind of became like a huge thing. That's what, what I know is. I am Toast. Toast? Oh, yeah. I am Bread. I am Bread. That's what it is. Not I am Toast because he tried to become Toast. Or Ghost Simulator. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like I said, uh, we have tweets this week. I'm super stoked that we have tweets because we have been lacking in the tweet department the last few, about a month now. Uh, so if you guys want to tweet at us, anything you guys want us to talk about, use the hashtag GUGCast, and we will talk about it. Uh, let's start with the first one. Uh, Asad says, after building up your character, would you prefer to be able to one-shot every enemy or be able to have a fair fight? I'll let Joe go first. Well, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls lately, and this kind of plays into that. Um, so it depends, because with Dark Souls on a per-run-through basis, you know, if I've, if I've already fought my way to the end of the game and I need to go back to a starter zone to pick up something, you know, something minor that's a collectible or something, mm-hmm. I want to be able to just mow stuff down and go. I've already invested 40 hours playing through this game. Let me just right. run stuff over. But I do want, you know, if, if I want to keep playing that game, I want to have that new game plus where the enemies get their levels bumped up and I've got a challenge to go with again. So I I like the Dark Souls medium where, where it's kind of a mixture of both. Okay. How about you, Shelly? I don't know, when he talks about knocking guys out in one hit or a fair fight, my first thought was basically either become one punch man or not. And <laughs> it kind of depends what game, because oftentimes I play like, you know, RPGs and stuff. I'll play it only for the story. Um, unless it's an MMORPG, then I'll play it, you know, just because it's fun with other people. But usually in RPG, it, I really like the story. Um that's why, you know, Dra- Dragon Age. I love the story and world of Dragon Age. Um, but I'm not afraid, you know, I- I'll go on easy, you know, like, no shame. I'll to just, like, beat guys up um, because I just want to kind of progress and see what more the story has. So 
I don't think I would mind just like one hitting everyone, but at the same time, if I want to do that, I feel like that game would be more of like a. Oh man, I just I can't stop thinking about like One Punch Man. Like I feel like it'd be kind of like a like a humorous game where it's just like, oh man, you're just so overpowered and like you're just trying to fight like all these guys coming at you and you're just like you know killing them and killing them. I feel like that I would, would actually play be a kind One Punch fun. game, One Punch Man game. Yeah. If it was super pointless and you just you would punch someone, you press a button and it'd kill him, and you could just get through the game really quick. Yeah. I wouldn't pay full price for this, but I'd pay like fifteen bucks. Just press a button and beat someone, and then story, and then press a button and story. It would be terrible. It would be hilarious. I think yeah. it would be very much. I would pay a dollar for that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, just in the end, generally I play games more for the story than the gameplay itself. So I don't exactly. Appreci- well, obviously it's like that great feeling when you finally beat that boss at the end, but just like trying to beat that boss so many times is so frustrating to me. I'm just like, I want to progress the story. So, yeah. Okay. So, I'm thinking about this. I want to say that I like the challenge and that I want to grind through all the hard stuff and, you know, be level with everyone. But the more I think about it, the more I realize that's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like I said, I just played Ratchet and Clank, so I'm in challenge mode. And now that I have the Rhino, I've barely switched guns because I can use the Rhino and just plow through everyone literally. Um, and I have done that. Yeah. And in Pokemon, trying to get more into the RPG because I'm not much of an RPG player. Uh, for Omega Ruby, I grabbed my party from my last game. I bred all of them so they would all be low levels to start with. But I made sure they were all statted out. They had the moves that I needed them to have and sent them over to win. <laughs> so uh, maybe not so much into... I don't like fighting in games that much. Uh, I, I think it's important just the way the mechanics work. Like It'd be really boring if there weren't any fighting mechanics in a lot of these games. But I'm definitely the Zelda fan. I love the the puzzles in games. Um, something I was stoked out, stoked about with Ratchet and Clank was all the little puzzle things you had to do. Um, say with Pokemon or any game, uh, trying to figure out games that make me think are the games that I enjoy. And so it's not so much about grinding and fighting and the strategies behind stuff, because at the end of the day for strategies, as long as you grind it enough, you can win. Um, for me, it's all about the puzzles and the gameplay. That's, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'll plow through, but I do want a challenge in a game. Uh, I just don't want it to be the fighting challenge, I guess. Well, and the second question is from Jonathan. It says, are there any Christian authors' books that have influenced your walk with Christ? What are they? Shelley. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, first of all, I'm not really one to read a lot of you know christian books you know mm-hmm. i don't really i mean i read them now just because like for classes i have to you know being at a christian college but yeah. i don't really go out of my way to read you know a lot of christian books i want to but i just haven't so the closest thing i can even think of is les miserables by victor hugo which i know is like oh that's not really a christian book but like the themes, the biblical themes I found in that book was insane, and it just, like, I love it so much. Um, Victor Hugo's a genius with how he was able to, like, 
weave in, you know, God through that whole story. Um, so I, I kind of just have to say that because I don't, I can't, I, I just don't really read a lot of other, you know, books that really fit the question. Um, okay. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Um, there are a couple of books uh, that have affected me personally as a man. Um, so I, w- I would recommend these to the guys listening. Um, and, and I know, so John Eldridge, are you familiar with the name? Oh, my dad reads a million, like it all sounds of his familiar. books. All of his okay. books. Wild at Heart. Yeah, okay. it's, it's designed one. for men. Um, I'll take and, it out. In fact, the subtitle is The Secret of a Man's Soul. But I believe he and his wife uh, got together and wrote one for the ladies as well called Captivating. Or Captivated or something. I, yeah, mm-hmm. Captivating. Yeah. Um, and, and we kind of went through and did a study with that in one of my Bible uh, groups at, at college. And mm-hmm. so like we would watch man movies every Friday or like we would, we would watch a chunk of a movie like gladiator or, or, yeah. you know, something like that and, and study a chapter in the book. And, and I just thought that was really cool. It's, it's something that the guys need to keep in mind, um, in this day and age. Yeah. Um, another one that I would recommend to a lot of the guys, uh, and, and I think they might make versions of this for the women as well. Um, yeah, they do. So, and that might actually be Eldridge as well. No, I'm sorry, it's not. But uh, there's a there's a book called Every Man's Battle, and and they have one called Every Woman's Battle as well. Um, that I believe would behoove Christians to consider picking up and reading. Um, and and that's more practical uh, use in our life, overcoming temptation. Yeah, and that's by Stephen Arterburn, Fred Stoker, and Mike Yorkey for the guys. Cool. That's really cool. Tori. Well, I mean, the Bible has done great things for my faith. I mean, <laughs> hashtag cop out. So. <laughs> no, um. I have two, and they're very different spectrums. First is Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Oh, um, excellent, yeah. Yeah. I didn't read that until years after I became a Christian. Uh, and even then, I learned so much out of that book. Um, I, I guess it more than anything, it concreted certain thoughts that I had that I didn't know were biblical or not. And I'm like, I think this is Christian. It seems Christian. This is what people you know, seem to think. Um Luckily, nothing in there was contradictory to what I was believing, so that was nice. <laughs> but, Have you read Screw Tape Letters? Uh-uh. I am reading Screw Tape Letters. I think Screw Tape Letters is fascinating. Okay, yes. what's it about? Oh, um, I can explain. Go for it. To. Yeah, so you're, basically, you're in yeah, it's actually we're reading it for my class, my Christian uh, Foundations class, and um, so it's basically Screw Tape is this demon, and he is sending er. Yeah, he's sending letters to his nephew, his name is Wormwood, who's also a demon. And basically, Wormwood, uh, well, every demon has a, they call it a patient, which is just, you know, a person, like, you know, everyone has their own demons kind of idea. And basically, it's just like, Wormwood is trying to tempt um, and to 
drive the, the patient away from Christianity, away from God, into so basically lands a spot in hell. Um, and that's kind of moral of the story. And uh, Screw Tape is basically just mentoring him, saying, "Here's what you need to do. Here's what you gotta do. Um, you say he's doing this. Well, make him do that instead." And so what C.S. Lewis is doing is saying every time Screw Tape is saying, "Do this," or pay attention to this, that's like, as a Christian, what you have to look out for and say like, oh, they want you to do this, I shouldn't do that kind of thing. It's okay. so interesting. It's like seen from like an all new perspective. Um, cool. I'm really liking Check it. it and actually John Cleese like narrates a version on YouTube. Really? really okay. cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I've, I've been listening to it and it's just like, oh, John Cleese. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm awesome. really liking it. Yeah. I'll definitely have to check that out. Uh, my other book, like I said, completely on another spectrum, was Stuff Christians Like. Uh, it's by John Acuff. It is a parody uh, book. It makes fun of Christians. Uh, but he's a Christian himself. And as weird as that is to say, I think that's definitely impacted the way I look at faith and Christianity and everything. Um, I usually looked at Christians as like we're all humans and i was okay with joking about that but like don't joke about their faith don't joke about the religion because that's you know important and serious um and this definitely broke that ice hard mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it's allowed me to kind of open up and be, make christian i hate how much we separate christianity from everything else we have almost our own lives and then our christian lives yeah um and so for me um, that really kind of bonded that together a little bit better for me, um, which I think is important. Christianity needs to be more about our everyday life. It needs to impact every little piece of us and not be its own separate thing, um, which I think people already know. But it, yeah, it right. helped me look at it, Christianity in a different perspective, which is really nice. If you haven't read it, it's hilarious. Um, it's not like going to save your soul in any way it's not going to make you uh um completely reevaluate your faith but it's it's hilarious um and definitely breaks the ice on something that a lot of people think is like taboo don't talk about okay uh, yeah it's really his cool. first topic i think i think it's not even in the book itself it's like on the back or something but it's about how rare it is for someone to be a virgin when they get married and it's like this big unicorn it it's a weird thing. It's so funny. Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's as rare as finding a unicorn um, to actually be a virgin. Like once you get married, um, how important it is. But he's, he's just funny. John Acuff. He does a lot of business stuff now, but um, he's been with Dave Ramsey. Um, he was working. That's under a him. name that I've rec- I recognize. Ramsey yeah, worked under Dave Ramsey. Um, that's why he's gotten all businessy, I think. And before oh. that, he wrote this. It was basically a bunch of his blog posts that he turned into a book. book. Oh. And then the last question before we finish up, Nolan Brown asks, because Marvel's huge right now um, for everyone, since Marvel just started Phase 3 in the MCU, what movie are y'all most excited for? I'm from the North. That's like the first time I've said y'all in two or three years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... That's a good question. There's Mine's a Dr. lot Strange. of movies I'm looking I'm, forward to. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. Looking forward to Black Panther. Um, 
I'm not looking forward to Spider-Man as much as I feel like I should be, but I think that's also because we know nothing about what it's going to be like. Um, I'm so Spider-Man. It's called Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Anyone who's seen Civil War, I'm really hoping there's a connection uh, with the word homecoming. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know know what you're talking about. I've also heard that that's also not a thing, but... He gets prom queen. I hate the name (laughs) Spider-Man Homecoming. And so, if it's not connected, which it probably isn't, I'm going to be really sad. Like, if he goes and saves the day at prom, I'm going to be really mad at Marvel. I don't know. I'm super excited for the next Thor movie. Because it's, like, it's Thor and Hulk, and they were missing in Civil War. I don't don't think that's a spoiler. They're not in Civil War. Um, And it has them. And as far as we know, they're not fighting each other. And... I miss I miss them, and I just yeah. It is I'm confirmed really they're going to be both in the same movie in Ragnarok. Yeah. It's going to be good. So I, I think so that's the one I'm currently most excited for. But I'm so stoked for Black Panther as well. Doctor Strange. Because, I love Doctor Strange. Yeah, and and Doctor Strange. Like honestly, I'm excited for them all. It's just, eh. <laughs> How about you, Joe? Um, I'm super interested in Doctor Strange, but I don't know his backstory. I don't know anything about him, so. Getting to see his origin story movie is really intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the The first trailer looked really it, it draws you in. You're I, I'm really intrigued. But, it's so uh, it almost serious. doesn't look like a Marvel movie. It looks like something yeah. else, but it is Marvel. It's like wow. Yeah. There um, is an animated was at least on Netflix of Doctor Strange gets into his origin story. If you want to check it out, okay. Uh, and, and then spoil it. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to be... Oh, yeah! yeah. Uh, so I changed I, my mind. I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy before that movie dropped. And yeah. it, to date, uh, is probably my favorite Marvel movie. I really like Ant-Man. A lot of people down-talk Ant-Man. Don't like Ant-Man. Oh, I, was like, I, was I liked it. I, I liked it. Was the best movie. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy was orders so of magnitude better. Yeah, so I, Guardians yeah, Two, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. I forgot about that. That's gonna be awesome. And I haven't <laughs> seen the new movie yet, so I can't speak to Black Panther. I just, I won't say anything. I just really liked Black Panther. I it really liked him so much. He was great. He's very know. true to his comic book character. He's like. He's like uh, the Batman of that universe, except he has adamantium to sell. I don't think so. That's yeah. from stuff I've seen. It's like, oh, okay, he's he's super rich, and he's an inventor, and he's a martial <laughs> artist. It's like, oh, this is Batman, except instead of Wayne Enterprises, he has Wakandia. He's very wise. Yeah. Uh, I guess they, they kind of portray that in the movie. But in the comics and stuff, he's like this super educated, like, he's just wise. He's, he's always like spouting stuff. Anytime he talks, it's usually this is how yeah. you should respond. No, there's just one scene that um, is, like, super spoilery, so I won't talk into it. But just, like, how he was talking and how he was handling the situation was so, like, wise. And I'm just like, bow to Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther is the best. Like, Anytime we see Avengers, uh, he's telling people that they're doing something wrong, usually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a big reason why I was on Team Iron Man, in all honesty. Like, <laughs> man. Okay. 
yeah. Well, I'm I'm interested in I just, I just did not want to go during opening weekend, and like I said, with my with my sister and dad coming in this weekend, I think it'll probably be the the pumps are probably primed to go catch a movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Maybe a double feature if my dad and sister haven't seen Batman either. That'd be cool. That would be a long day though. You'll get six hours. Oh. Yeah. Six hours between those two movies. Yeah. Both How long, long is Captain America? They're both two and a half hours long. Oh, so wow. you'll get five hours plus commercials. I mean, it felt longer. Yeah, I was probably. The well, I would want a break between them two. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. My sister's <laughs> gonna be hanging out with me for about a month. Okay. Um, cool. Dad's gonna be there for a couple days though. So. Mm-hmm. And and he's a he he likes the Marvel movies. He could care less about the fact that they're from any sort of geek culture thing, but he just thinks they're really cool. <laughs> They're the modern-day action movies. Yeah. They are, yeah. Love them. That's going to be our question for you guys. What Marvel movie are you most excited for? Uh, respond to us with the hashtag GUGCast. We'd love to see your guys' responses. And remember, if you guys want us to talk about anything, you can do that with the same hashtag, GUGCast, um, on Twitter. Um, I think that is the show. Joe, where can they find you at? I'm on Twitter, Joe Knows Games, and Twitch at Righteous Fury Gaming. And how about you, Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. You can find me on Twitch at Shellshock24. Uh, my Twitter is at Cody Armor. I haven't been using it nearly as much as I've been like to. So if you tweet at me, I'll respond. Hopefully, um, that'd be cool if you did that. Uh, and on Facebook at facebookcom Grace on Mondays, I will be live. You can ask me anything right then and there, and then have me spout whatever's off the top of my head, which terrifies me. But (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fine. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Go forth and game. Bye. 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 Cool.